Hello, I'm Charlotte Watts. Welcome to these podcasts that were first broadcast live in my Facebook group, Charlotte Watts Calm. Hope you enjoy them. And if you want more, please look at my website, charlottewattshealth.com. Hello, I want to talk in this session about our very inherent need to spend time or be part of, recognise that we are part of the natural world. It's an interesting conundrum that we humans have um, in kind of 21st century that we can have a very large disconnect from the natural world and not even see ourselves as part of nature, but often spend a lot of our time trying to keep nature out of our environments not letting things like wind and the elements and the cold or insects or dirt from the outside come into our kind of pristine homes or see them as an, as an intrusion or something unwanted. So it's quite kind of tied to hold back. And yet when we go out into nature and we start to have a sense of recognising that we are part of this, we are part of that kind of hum, that resonance, the rhythms like the seasons and even just a sense of that once we start walking on the ground, we are you know, around the trees and we're connected to the earth and we can smell that. We can hear those sounds that are always present in nature. But there's a sense of peace and connection that's very naturally there because we're actually recognising a sense of, kind of coming home, if you like, that we are not feeling that fracturing of not being part of that. And Taoists really had this right, that kind of ancient Chinese philosophy, uh, which is a kind of the component behind uh, Chinese medicine, Qigong, Tai Chi, that actually, you know, a big part of that philosophy is that we are part of nature, that it's not something that to be dominated, which is often you know, seen in, in uh, other more kind of Western religions are kind of, you know, man dominating over nature, but rather to recognise that we are part of this and to soften any sense of separation that we have. And in the world of uh, psychoneuroimmunology, which sounds long, but it's actually the kind of modern terminology, if you like, for mind-body medicine, it's the branch of research that recognises that all parts of us are mental, our um, psychological and our physical health are absolutely and utterly intertwined and that body systems are only separate in so much as we separate them out by language. So psycho, psychology, the psyche, neuro of the nervous system, immunology of the immune system, and often you add in endocrine, endocrinology in there as well, the hormone system. It's just uh, you know, a field of research and medicine that's saying all of those are constantly interconnected and talking to each other. They do not know that they're separate. And so that really recognises that our mental and our physical health are utterly intertwined. So any sense that we might say, oh, it's just psychological or is it physical or is it mental is you know, redundant. Um, it's always both. Um, and if we really start to tune in, then we can feel that. And one of the ways and the, and the branches of research that 
psychoneuroimmunology or PNI, his mind body medicine has really been exploring, is our one something that gets called nature deficit disorder. So the the symptoms and the issues that we tend to suffer when we don't have contact with nature, that we are we have that continual disconnect, that we don't spend enough time out uh, in the trees in a wild environment. And one of the reasons that being out in the wild is so important for our health is it creates a good stress. So that's a stress called a U stress, EU stress, which means something that's good. Uh, it's a challenge that we need. It's that um, Nietzsche quote, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And we know often that challenge is good for us. Uh, we, most obviously, something like doing a crossword or a Sudoku, some kind of mental challenge is, is good for our minds. And we know that weight-bearing exercise is good for our bones. So those are things that two kinds of types of challenge, use stress, that we can recognize is, is good for us. It helps create resilience and adaptability. But there's other types of good stress in nature that we really rely on. So that's kind of like being a little bit hungry, a little bit thirsty, a little bit in peril. So that really kind of gets our you know, senses acute, very different from the type of stress that we have in modern life, which is much more psychosocial, emotional, societally based. It's real stress. It's real kind of sense of actual, you know, potential danger. But if it's slight, it's not going to be relentlessly looking like it's going to be attacking you all the time then it creates that good stress and it allows you to come down again. And it's also exactly really out in the elements, having our stuff that comes onto our skin, our periphery. So that might be cold, it might be wind, it might be scratches from branches, it might be little insect bites, stuff that reminds the immune system where the outside is. And that's really how the immune system is designed. And a big part of that is to be as a protective barrier for stuff coming in. And it needs that kind of priming continually for us to not go into too inflammatory tones all the time. And the trouble is if we don't have that kind of connection, then the research shows that we can tend much more to this kind of low-grade inflammation, which is really at the heart, the root of many chronic degenerative disease, which are often get called um, diseases of civilization or diseases of Western civilization, that they are part and parcel of this modern living away from these good stresses of nature. So it's been shown, very good research by, particularly by a PNI researcher called Leo Queenboom, that when we get these kind of good stresses in nature, we do get a little bit of inflammation first. There's that kind of survival response that inflammation is. But ultimately, that then comes down quite quickly. It's a kind of healthy response of inflammation rather than one that from psychosocial stress tends to just be a kind of drip feed, relentless kind of on button without any sense of switch off. So we get that surge of reaction, but it come down quickly when we adapt and we adapt because we're living as we were designed. And it's the same for being like a little bit hungry, a little bit thirsty. And all of those things kind of add a challenge that really um, metabolically helps us. So, you know, that brings down tendencies, risk factors for metabolic conditions like uh, insulin sensitivity or diabetes, which really gets switched on. Those genes tend to get switched on by very sedentary behaviours as well. 
And another really interesting thing to come out of that research, which is linked to eating and weight gain and digestive disorders as well, is that if we're sedentary before we eat, we are much more likely to have kind of inflammation on the gut lining that can be kind of part of things like food intolerance. So it's really important for digestive health on many levels, like gut healing, signaling inflammation from the gut to the rest of the body. Very important that before you eat, you just have a move around. So if you're at work, rather than just kind of eating at your desk as you've been sitting sedentary, have a little walk around. Even just get up and move around a bit, move your arms around and move your legs around, larger body motor actions before eating. Um, so that's something I've just learned really recently from that search. I think that's kind of really fascinating and useful advice for us all. So general advice there to get out and just get a bit hardy. So particularly if you're watching this and I'm filming this in September, so it's that part where we're about to start to come into autumn, this is the time of year that I'm starting to tell people to get used to being cold, to not get used to turning the heating up too much, to not feel that you have to kind of hide yourself away from the elements, but get used to kind of going out, a bit of wind, a bit of cold, um, get a bit hardy, um, and that will mean that you're more likely to get out and about there and spend more time outside uh, in nature over the colder months, which really is incredibly good for the immune system. Um, and if you want to lose weight, it's one of the best things you can do. It's thermogenic. It makes you create your own heat. And then we get more kind of brown active fat than the white fat that just sits there. And is, is that kind of fat around the middle that's very hard to shift. Um, and it also tends to make us more kind of, of, of inflammatory tones again. So, yeah, enjoy getting out there, getting a bit kind of scratched and um, enjoy, uh, the, you know, it's like the sound of the trees, you know, looking at the changes of the season, hearing the birds, you know, there is no silence in nature. It's got this beautiful hum going on. And the more that we can drop into that, not feel we're separate, but really, uh, really feel our inclusion it's not just about going out and you know looking at it it is feeling you are part of it so i hope you enjoy that bye